at Jared, we know devotion isn't a once a year occasion. And once the flowers have wilted and the chocolates have disappeared, you'll still want them to know how much you care. Dare to give a gift that lasts this Valentine's Day with our incredible selection of jewelry. From delicate rose gold to bold black diamonds, Jared has hundreds of pieces under $299 and exclusive collections you won't find anywhere else. Shop online or find a store near you at jared.com and dare to be devoted. Hey, Skull King Nation. You've heard us talk a lot lately about StatRoute. I have not seen any other stat service come close to what they can provide. You can adjust your search filters to see a player's entire career history against a team, a specific coach, or even against a specific defensive coordinator. StatRoute has done the hard part for you. All you need to do is sign up for their service and start working with the various search filters. Right now, you can get a free trial by going to statroute.com for a couple days to get used to how the system works. Once your free trial is over, you can use the promo code SKULKINGFF, that's SKULKINGFF, to get 25% off your subscription for the rest of the 2018 NFL season. So sign up today and get the fantasy stats you need to rule your league. Again, go to statroute.com, that's S-T-A-T-R-O-U-T-E.com, and use the promo code SKULKINGFF, that's SKULKINGFF, to get 25% off your 2018 NFL subscription. Welcome to the Skull King Football Podcast, presented by Vox DFS Firelines. Now, here are your hosts, Justin and Ryan Skullrude. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Ryan Skullrude. I will be your host tonight doing a solo show. Sorry about the not having a show yesterday. There was just some family stuff that both Justin and I needed to take care of. Uh, so uh, I am back tonight. We are doing our 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 ever popular waiver wire show tonight i will be going through a little bit of the news and notes and then uh, we'll kind of i'll kind of give you a couple of thoughts on some players that very well could help out your team this next week during bye weeks or if you are in the position are guys that you could pick up now while they're going into their bye week next week if you've got the room so uh with that all being said Let's go ahead and get this show started with uh, today's headlines. Today's headlines. Well, starting off with the big news of the day, to start it all off, the Browns have officially finally fired Coach Hugh Jackson. Uh, there was a lot of people saying that um, that they were going to choose between either Hugh Jackson or um, or offensive coach uh todd haley and it turns out they fired both of them um from one of the notes that i saw in here uh it is no uh, uh baker mayfield will not miss hugh jackson from what uh, from some of the things that i've seen so uh we don't really have much of a of a thought yet on how this is going to affect um affect the browns it may help baker mayfield uh, the it may help Nick Chubb. Uh, the uh, new offensive coordinator is is the uh, was the current uh, running backs coach. So again, we're uh, we'll kind of look into this over the next couple of days and kind of see what it may what it may do for your fantasy teams and how this could affect uh, just the offense in in general. So 
Moving on. Dolphins coach Adam Gase is confident that Devontae Parker will not be traded ahead of Tuesday's deadline. Maybe they finally realize that he actually is a good wide receiver. The problem is he can never stay healthy. So I'm not I'm not too too worried about this one either you know he goes off or he gets injured let's be honest uh dolphins coach uh, adam gase also said that ryan Tannehill is throwing again but there remains a question of how much power he can put behind the ball remember it was a i believe it was a shoulder injury when he got sacked uh obviously brock osweiler is not the answer um hasn't been the answer for a while for anyone so uh we'll kind of see how how this goes Right now, it's not really going to affect how I view anyone in the Miami offense. I think that Kenyon Drake is still a a pretty solid option for PPR. Standard, um, still an okay option. You can use uh, in a standard league. I think you can still use Frank Gore as a as a possible flex play, especially on bye weeks. So. Um. Pat Shermer said that Kyle Lalletta is getting has been getting reps in practice. You know, all quarterbacks get reps in practice, but it, this could very well mean that um, Eli Manning could be getting the start, or could be uh, getting uh, getting benched again. Uh, uh, we oh we uh, we covered that Todd Haley was uh, was getting uh, was getting fired. We don't know what um, what's going on as far as a. a new head coach they have interim i believe it was greg williams is their interim so free agent wide receiver trail prior was spotted in the buffalo airport uh he's on his way to visit with the bills possible or potential uh veteran acquisition they need a lot of help the bills offense does and terrell prior isn't necessarily going to help much so um Moving on, let's see. Uh, Bucks uh, coach Dirk Cutter has officially announced that Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, will be the starter this Sunday. They are benching Jameis Winston. We will get to Ryan Fitzpatrick a little more later. Um, a few teams have wanted to trade for Lions wide receiver Golden Tate for a while. Sounds like they are making their move now. <laughs> One of those that they have that has been mentioned is the uh, team that played tonight the New England Patriots they are looking at getting a a top wide receiver willing to spend a high pick apparently on and from what i've heard the lions may be willing to take um a mid round pick possibly a little bit high you know if they could get a little bit higher they may be willing to part with um with golden tate and if that's the case that extremely raises the the value of not only Kenny Galladay but also Marvin Williams, which uh, Kenny Galladay owners would definitely be happy to see his stock rise and, and see him get a lot more uh, a lot more uh, uh, targets uh, after these last couple weeks. So, um, moving on. Let's see. Uh, Bucks second round running back Ronald Jones suffered a hamstring strain and is expected to miss a few weeks. So that's something to keep an eye on. Um, uh, going down to uh, the Patriots are actually apparently disciplined wide receiver Josh Gordon during the game tonight because of tardiness during meetings. Um, expected to be kept off the field for several series, basically about a quarter. 
Um, they're still working with him and, and trying to, you know, trying to get him uh, into the system and, well, into their offensive system, let's put it that way, instead of in the system system. <laughs> but uh, um, goes to the fact that um, another name that's been thrown around for the Patriots, other than Golden Tate, is Demarius Thomas. So we shall see how the trade deadline goes tomorrow, or if anything happens at all. Um, and I believe, oh, here we go. And one last thing, uh, health news. Uh, Los Angeles Rams head coach Sean McVay said that Cooper Cup uh, has a very good chance to be able to go this week. If they pushed it, he could have possibly pay, played last week. So if he's healthy, you're definitely firing out, firing him up against the Saints defense. All right. Well, that's all we got for the news notes. So why don't we go ahead and hop into some waiver wire madness? Waiver wire madness. All right. So to start it off with the quarterback position, um, my top waiver wire pick is obviously going to be Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, you know, for a guy like me who has, de who is dealing with a, a bye week for uh, Andrew Luck, uh, he goes up, he, he doesn't have the best, um, <clears throat> the best matchup for this next week. He's going, he's going to be at Carolina. Carolina's defense is kind of a back and forth, but can play pretty tough, especially at home. But with the air raid offense that they have, they've been getting a little bit more work from Peyton Barber, uh, uh, at Tampa Bay. However, if Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to be, they're going to be throwing the ball all over the place. So this is definitely, I mean, he's the best option that you can have for right now. So he is definitely my number one pick. Um, he is still, as far as I, I believe he is still at this point before coming into this week had outscored still um, Russell Wilson. So, you know, he started off the season with four, three consecutive games of 400 yards through 11 touchdowns in his first three games. So, um, and then in the comeback in playing what a quarter and a half went 11 for 15 for 194 and two touchdowns, they're going to throw the ball around a lot. So, you know, you live and die with, with the pass with Ryan Fitzpatrick, he very well could have a great game. It could, you know, it could be an utter disaster. So you take your shot, but if you're dealing with a bye week you may not have much of a choice. He is your best option. Uh, for my second pick, this may not be a very popular one. Um, I'm actually going with Joe Flacco. And, you know, my brother may yell at me since he usually does the quarterbacks. But um, here's the thing with Joe Flacco. He's having an okay season. Uh, he's on pace for about 4,500 yards um, on the year, passing, thrown for 12 touchdowns, six interceptions. The thing is, he's going up against a Pittsburgh defense that Pittsburgh has not been all that great against the pass. They've been much better against the run. And he has already beaten uh, Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh, going for 363 yards and two touchdowns. So, again, in bye weeks, for the most part, when you have to stream a quarterback, you're not looking for you're not looking for that huge game, which you may be able to get out of Joe Flacco. You may be able to get out of Ryan Fitzpatrick. But when you're streaming quarterbacks, really what you want is someone who's not going to lose you your week. And while Joe Flacco is not the greatest quarterback, this last week he had a, a you know a cruddy start, but again, that was at Carolina. Carolina's been playing very good defense. And he goes for 191, a touchdown, two interceptions. This week against Pittsburgh, it is at home. Um, he plays much better at home. 
And so I would consider him being a, a definitely a very streamable option throwing for, you know, if he goes, say, 25 for 40, about 250 yards and a touchdown, maybe throws an interception. You would take that for the most part from a streaming quarterback just to get you through your bye week. So Joe Flacco, I think, is definitely an option. He's 37% owned, um, and so he's definitely an option for you for uh, a streaming quarterback. The last one, again, uh, this is not going to be popular with people around me. I, you know, I don't really care. This is kind of the way I think. Uh, I have him in a 14-team league as my starting quarterback, and I've had him for about half the season now. C.J. Beathard. Now, again, you may be thinking, why in the world would you go with C.J. Beathard? This is more because of the matchup. He is going up against an Oakland team who has been absolutely god awful against the pass. They've, you know, that they've not been playing good defense. Uh, you know, they're right now. Uh, Gruden's, you know, putting up half his team up for trade. So this is a team that I think that, you know, CJ is, has struggled the last couple weeks, but I think going into this, we could have a very good game against an Oakland defense at home that has been struggling a whole lot. Again, you're not looking for anything huge, but if he throws for 200 to 225 yards and a couple touchdowns, you'd take it. So again, that's my next, that's my, my third um, option for quarterback that I think uh, could really be, um, again, not anything to, to blow up your, your, uh, your league or anything, but simply something to get you through until your bye weeks get through until your, until your bye week is done. So moving on, uh, moving on to running backs. Now, as far as running backs go, let me pull this all up. There we go. Um, there's a few options out there. I'm, you know, not a whole lot. Now, here's here's some of the issues that I'm facing with. Uh, number one that I'm going to put on here is going to be Peyton Barber. The reason I am putting him as my number one is simply because he's the one who actually has a game this week compared to the other guys, the other two that I have on this list. Again, he's going up against the Carolina defense. It's been playing pretty tough, but he is the only running back running back. Um, Jaquiz Rogers basically is going to be catching the ball out of the backfield. So I think that Peyton, Peyton Barber is your best option in terms of a running back out of Tampa Bay that you know will actually get a start and, uh, and be able to play really, really well. So um, number two, I'd probably have to go with Ito Smith. He's coming off a bye. Again, he is the number two back behind um, behind Tevin Coleman in Atlanta. That uh, he's coming off a bye, has played pretty well. Not a whole – he doesn't get a ton of work, but he's definitely the, um, the red zone hammer to try to push it in uh, at the end zone. So uh, coming up these next couple of weeks, they've got games uh, against Washington, Cleveland, Dallas, and New Orleans. Not the best running back uh, situated teams, but so I think that Edo Smith could very well have a very uh, a very good game again. Get you through a bye week if you need it, or um, maybe be a stash to see you know just kind of what happens throughout the rest of the year. Uh, the next one I'm going to put up is uh, Wendell Smallwood.
Now, Smallwood is owned, you know, I'm doing this through through Yahoo. He's owned 43% of leagues. He may be owning a little bit more of that in on ESPN, maybe a little bit less. But uh, over the last few weeks, again, our main thing is PPR here. He has been a, a pretty good PPR back uh, over the last six weeks. Now, he had a couple of down weeks again the, against the New England Giants. They just, uh, you know, they went a lot more with the pass. I think he, he got a lot of runs, 18 for 51. Wasn't really utilized all that much in the passing game. Uh, against Carolina, 9 for 32. Um, but this past week uh, against Jacksonville, 8 for 24, um, but also had uh, you know three catches for 42 yards and a touchdown. He is getting usage. He's being used well. Again, this is where we get into trouble with. Wendell Smallwood's going on into a bye in week nine. So this is a guy that if you're desperate for running back help, especially to finish out the season, this is a guy that I would look at as a possible pickup that you could stash uh, if you've got, you know, bye weeks that are maybe coming up later. So uh, Wendell Smallwood is, is a guy that I'd look at. And then the last one is Naheem Hines. You know, he is, he's actually owned in a lot less leagues than I was expecting uh, him to be owned in. Uh, especially on Yahoo, where he is only owned in 31% of leagues. But he is still having a very good season. Uh, you know, the last couple of weeks were a little bit down as they really got Marlon Mack involved in the offense again and, and, and running the ball. Naheem Hines is still being used in the past game. Uh, you know, had a really good matchup against Oakland and went 11 for 78. So he was running the ball really well there too. So, I think that this could go as kind of a two-headed monster a little bit where Naheem Hines is probably going to be used more in the pass game, Marlon Mack more running. But uh, I think that Naheem Hines is a, is a situational bye week with, you know, even though he's going on bye week in week nine, you still have teams going on bye weeks on 10, 11, and 12. So he could be possibly used there. So, you know, or if something happens where Marlon Mack, uh, you know, has problems with his hamstrings again, Naheem Hines is definitely a guy worth owning. So. All right, moving on to wide receivers. Now, in wide receivers, there's always going to be guys that just kind of show up out of nowhere. And so the, I've got I've got four names here. They're not the best names to deal with. I mean, really, there's only one that I really, really love. The rest of them are kind of okay. Um, so we're going to start off with Kiki Kuti. And the really, really the reason for him to, to be, you know, the top one um, is that he is going up again, or is that he is basically going to now fill the role that Will Fuller had, unless the Texans trade, get a trade for someone, which is very well possible. Um, one of the names I've seen linked to him is Deshaun Jackson, uh, which that, you know, that would be a good, you know, basically the same type of player. Um, but Kuti gets was really involved when when Fuller was out. Um, a lot of targets, fifteen, seven targets when Fuller came back, five and three targets. So, um, but Kuti is dealing with a hamstring injury. It looks right now he's still questionable for week whether or not he's actually going to be be able to play week nine. So, and then he goes into a bye week in week ten. So, I think for now he is definitely he's definitely worth this speculative ad and maybe hold for a little bit if you can. 
Um, if he can play this Sunday, he's going to be in for a lot of targets. So, and especially with with Fuller being out, if they don't make any trades, again, Kuti is going to be that number two wide receiver. Uh, my second name that I'm going to put on here is DJ Moore. Now, um, one of the things I saw, DJ Moore, he finished with uh, five catches on six targets for 90 yards. The thing about DJ Moore is he is getting more involved in the offense. Over the last, um, it was over the first three weeks before they're buying week four, he'd only had four targets, two receptions. One of them was for a 51-yard touchdown. Uh, after the bye week, since then, the last four weeks, he has uh, finished with 20 total targets for, um, sorry, I need this up in my head, for 16 catches. So he has a good catch rate. Um, solid amount of yards, looks like for 230 yards over those four games. Uh, but he's also being used in like jet sweeps, a little bit in the run game as well. And if you go down through who he has to face towards the end of the season, it is an absolutely beautiful, beautiful um, defensive setup for wide receivers going into the playoffs. Um, he faces over the rest of the season Tampa Bay's defense, Pittsburgh's defense, Detroit, who just got, you know, well, they didn't get really torched by, by Seattle uh, in the past game. They were, you know, Seattle's able to be very, very efficient. Um, you know, Seattle's playing pretty tough on, on defense, but then it, again, another game against Tampa Bay, at Cleveland, against New Orleans, and then against Atlanta. This is really a, a really nice setup. So either him or Devin Funches, if you could possibly trade for Devin Funches, that would really work out, probably work out for you pretty well as well. So DJ Moore, I think, is a solid pickup, especially uh, going towards the end of the year is a kind of a grab him now and see how he pans out for the rest of the year. Uh, next name I've got for um, for uh, wide receiver is David Moore of the Seattle Seahawks. Now, here's, here's the thing. I'm going to be completely honest. This is not a homer pick. This is really um, – I'm going to give you warnings. Seeing how the Seahawks play and what they've done with him he is a he is a genuine, uh, bona fide rock star in terms of being able to catch the ball. Um, solid hands. They've been talking about him all you know all preseason. We're finally able to really get him involved. He passed up Brandon Marshall. Just has been taken off the last few games. He has four touchdowns in the last three games. However, let's also remember that over the last three games, he only has uh, nine catches. So. And even then, only 11 targets. So, again, the, the Seattle Seahawks passing game is going to where they were in 2012 and 2013. Very efficient passing, but they're going to hammer, hammer, hammer the run game and then come at you with play action, which is where David Moore and, um, and Tyler Lockett have been very, very good this season. Because of that, David Moore is going to be like a wide receiver five. You know, that flex play, only used in a bye week. His bye is already gone, so he is a guy that you could use. Um, he, they have a game this week against, uh, in week nine against the Chargers. It's going to be at home. Um, and so, you know, it's kind of a back and forth on what, what it could be from him. Um, I'd have to look a little bit more in terms of the, the Chargers, but the Seahawks, in terms of their defenses coming up, they have a game at the Rams, against Green Bay, at Carolina, and then they have San Francisco, Minnesota, San Francisco, and Kansas City. 
that's a pretty favorable matchup, you know, a bunch of matchups going into the fantasy playoffs to look at. So David Moore is a name to look at. A speculative ad if you've got him if you've got the room. Um and so he's yeah, he's definitely a guy that I would look at. I don't necessarily have the room in my in my 14 team league. I would definitely look at possibly adding him if he's still available. So the last name I'm gonna throw at you real quick is Didi Westbrook. And Westbrook is an interesting character. He's kind of had his ups and downs all season. But coming into the last, uh, kind of the last four, last four weeks, well, the target share was at week four, he had 13 targets, nine receptions for 130 yards. Over the last few weeks, it's kind of been back and forth. He's got uh, 20 targets for uh, 12 catches, a couple of touchdowns. The thing is, again, he's going on by this week. We'll be coming back in week 10. He's got Indianapolis and Pittsburgh, Indianapolis again. Um, he does have a couple dust-ups with uh, Buffalo, it looks like. Nope, just one with Buffalo. One with Buffalo, uh, Tennessee. So there's a couple of tough defenses in there that, he, that he'll be facing. But uh, with how Keelan Cole has been playing or not playing lately, um, struggling with fumbles, drop passes, D.D. Westbrook very well could be getting more involved in the offense after the bye week. So he is definitely in that, again, is a more of a grab-and-stash type of player uh, to kind of see how that goes. So those are, those are the names that uh, I've got for you at wide receiver. And finally, let's get to the tight end position. Uh, really, let's be honest, there are only two names that I can tell you here for, for tight end. The problem is one of them is going on by. And that is Jack Doyle. He's he, he's my number one ad, really because of what he's been able to do now that he is back. This last week was an absolutely amazing game for him. Uh, six catches on seven targets, 70 yards and a touchdown. Uh, played extremely well. Um, if you look at you know that compared to, say, week one when he was healthy, 10 targets, seven receptions for 60 yards. Um, got injured in week two and then has been out since then. So... In three, three games, really, you know, two and a half games, he has 22 targets for 15 catches, uh, 150 yards, and a touchdown. So he is definitely a guy that I am looking at to, you know, if I, especially for those that, that need a little help in the tight end position, that he is the definitely a guy to pick up and, again, hold on to. He's going into bye weeks. This is a huge bye week for everyone which is really, really rough. So I mean, he's the guy that this is where you play a little strategy. If you've got the room, pick him up, see what he can do for you um, coming out of the bye week. The other name uh, to add, this is, again, it's not a huge ad, but uh, Ed Dixon, uh, tight end for the Seahawks. This is more of a, he's the best option at tight end now, with, especially with Will Disley now, uh, now injured on IR as of like week three or so. Ed Dixon played very well, uh, had a touchdown, had a, about a you know 45-yard gain. And so he is not, again, this is not going to be a huge um, pass offense, um, and he's not going to get a ton of yards. He's going to be mainly a, a touchdown-dependent um, streaming option, which if you, have a buy, if you have someone going on by this week, Ed Dixon may be a guy that you could use in order to uh, – get a little help for your team. 
again, there, there's only so much that he, he can do. Uh, Ed Dixon is mainly known as a, as a blocking tight end. He filled in a little bit last year for, um, for Greg Olson. So uh, he's definitely a, a solid pick. All right, so that's all I've got for you now. Uh, make sure to hit that subscribe button, uh, whether you're on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, CastBox, wherever you're listening to our podcast, we would love for you uh, to subscribe. Don't forget also to go over to uh, StatRoute to check out their stats, um, to join the with their program. Uh, if you when you sign up, if you use the promo code SkullKingFF, you will get twenty five percent off your monthly subscription. Really, the the stats have helped us out so much uh, with our uh, waiver wire picks, uh, writing our articles, and everything. So, really, StatRoute is an absolutely phenomenal um, website and and service that you really need in order to to dominate your league. So, again, my name is Ryan Skullward. You've been listening to the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast, and hope you guys have a good night. We'll talk to you later. Hey, Skull King Nation. Thank you for listening to the Skull King Football Podcast. Did you like this episode? If so, be sure to go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube to subscribe. Also, please leave us a rating and reviews to let us know how we can better help you rule your leagues. Jared, we know devotion isn't a once a year occasion. And once the flowers have wilted and the chocolates have disappeared, you'll still want them to know how much you care. Dare to give a gift that lasts this Valentine's Day with our incredible selection of jewelry. From delicate rose gold to bold black diamonds, Jared has hundreds of pieces under $299 and exclusive collections you won't find anywhere else. Shop online or find a store near you at jared.com and dare to be devoted.